Bless you, everyone. Good morning. God bless you. Um, I just want to just thank Apostle Teresa um, for allowing me to minister today. And um, it's just a blessing and an honor. Thank you so much, Prophet Andrea, for that lovely um, prayer. I definitely uh, appreciate that. And uh, God bless you all to the leaders and everyone here. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started. I'm very, very excited about today's message. So uh, God bless you. Amen. Bless you. Uh, okay, here we go. Share screen. You know how we get it. And just let me know that you all can see it. <clears throat> yes. Okay, great. Okay, so today we're going to be... Um, excuse me, teaching prophetic navigation. This is a part one, and this is a two-part teaching this week and next week. If the Lord says the same, you know how they say in uh, Koji, the Lord say the same, hallelujah. (laughs) For those of you who um, may not know me, I'm Prophet L.A. Holtz, and on behalf of Apostle Teresa and the Scribal Conservatory Arts and Worship Center, I just want to welcome all of you On all platforms, those of you who will be watching live on today, those on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. So we just want to start acknowledging you all um, if we haven't. So hello and welcome and God bless all of you. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, We did the... um, We did the announcements already. Um, Prophet Andrew, we're not doing the woman and sharing, are we? Okay, we we can do that after you. After. Okay, just wanted to be just in case. So... Um, we we've done all this. So I just again welcome, welcome, welcome. And um, she also talked about the Bible study, so I definitely appreciate that. And heart bender, heart bending uh, mentorship conference. She talked about that, but just write the dates down. Amen. Praise God. All right. So on today, Hallelujah, we're going to be talking about these prophetic navigational points. Um, we're going to talk about the definition. I like to start out with definitions um, because I want to make sure that everybody starts out with the same understanding so that your mind is not going all over the place. So it just brings us all in. But before I do that, I do want to acknowledge Holy Spirit. Thank you for flowing through me. And I just appreciate this revelation and this message as I decrease so that you may get the increase. Hallelujah. All right. So a navigational definition is the first thing we're going to discuss. And then we're going to go into our foundational scripture because we're continuing with the Ephesians 4.11 um ministry gifts okay and then we're going to go into um the prophetic navigates and then we're going to go into uh safe travels we're going to go into your destination checking your baggage security assigned gate set time etc and so um again um you all just be praying with me because this is a little different but i just thank god for um what he gave me and uh let's go ahead and get started amen so uh what is a navigation right what is navigation as we go ahead and start our uh teaching on today um navigation i love this definition uh, I grabbed it off of uh, YouTube, but it did not have where it came from. Just so you know, it says navigation, the science of directing a craft by determining its position, huh? course, and distance 
traveled okay y'all i need y'all to hear by the spirit this whole teaching hallelujah navigation is concerned with finding the way to the desired destination listen avoiding collisions conserving fuel and meeting schedules amen let's say that again navigation the science of directing a craft because we are the temple by determining its position its course hallelujah and distance traveled navigation is concerned with finding the way to the desired destination avoiding collisions conserving fuel and meeting schedules amen Hallelujah. So this is going to be our foundational scriptures, which is Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. And it says, and his gifts to the church were varied and he himself appointed some apostles, special messengers, representatives, some as prophets who speak a new message from God to the people, some as evangelists who spread the good news of salvation, some as pastors and teachers to shepherd and guide and instruct. And he did this to fully equip and perfect the saints, God's people, for works of service to build up the body of Christ, the church, until we all reach oneness in the faith, in the knowledge of the Son of God, growing spiritually, to become mature believers, okay? To become mature believers, reaching to the measure of the fullness of Christ. That's the purpose of this, so that we can reach to the measure of the fullness of Christ, manifesting his spiritual completeness and exercising all spiritual gifts in so that we are no longer children, spiritually immature, that's twice now, okay, tossed back and forth like ships on a stormy sea and carried about by every wind, shifting doctrine, by the cunning and trickery of unscrupulous men, okay, by the deceitful scheming of people ready to do anything for personal profit, okay, we're there, uh uh-huh, but speaking the truth in love in all things, but our speech and our lives expressing his truth. Let us grow up, that's three, in all things into him. Okay, that's three times that maturity has been mentioned in this uh, passage, okay? Let us grow up in all things into him, following his example, who is the head Christ. For him, the whole body, the church, in all its various parts, joined and knitted firmly together by what every joint supplies when each part is working properly, okay? Causing the body to grow and mature, that's four times, building itself up in unselfish love. Hallelujah. Amen. That's Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. I don't find it strange that this passage from the 11th verse to the 16th verse has mentioned maturity four different times in that very short uh, passage. So you all, I just want to say buckle up because I believe this is going to be just a blessing for you all. Hallelujah. Let's talk about 
the prophetic navigation, okay? The prophetic navigation. The prophetic navigates in three dimensions. It navigates in the past, the present, and the future, okay? Each dimension has a destination, okay? The past almost always is going to deal with healing, okay? When when the, when Holy Spirit reaches back sometimes through prophets, when we're giving individual words, um, when we're giving uh, individual words of encouragement or whatever that may be, uh, most times it's going to deal with something that you have to heal from, be delivered from, let go of so that you can be propelled forward, okay? Uh, the present, okay? When the prophetic navigates in the present dimension, the present is almost always going to deal with direction. This is something that you need to know right now so that you can get on track to move forward in this area that I am calling you to. This is an urgency. This is something that you need to move quick on, okay? When Apostle Teresa got that prophetic navigational word about the scribal anointing and, and, and opening up and starting a new ministry, when immediately, what did she do? She shut down the old ministry a, a day or two after she got that navigation now word okay and finally the future will almost always deal with redirection ah come on with redirection if you are prophetic in any way if you are a prophet on this line and you know that when you release the word of the lord if you think back to what you can remember it's going to line up with these past present or future dimensional prophetic navigations hallelujah see the future will always go ahead and uh, deal with redirection. All three are to help build up your faith. Hallelujah. And it's going to uh, help with the, uh, bringing you into a place of maturity. Okay, let's keep on going. Amen. Let's keep on going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's talk about uh, uh, Exodus. 13 and 21 and when we use the old covenant scripture it is uh for demonstrational purposes we know we're in the new covenant we know we're in the uh and i just want to say that we're in the new testament we teach from there but by but because of this particular uh teaching i was led to uh exodus 13 and 21 and it says the lord was going before them in a pillar of cloud by day to lead them on the way and in a pillar of fire by night to give them light that they might travel by day and by night. See, the prophetic navigation can be a cloud or fire. Hallelujah. And when you mature in the Lord, you begin to decipher and discern which one is needed. Hallelujah. So clouds, what do they do? They hold water. Clouds pour. Clouds are soft and light and gentle and fluid and moving. Hallelujah. Sometimes the prophetic is needed to be a cloud. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But in other times, the prophetic can be like fire. Yeah. It comes to burn up. It comes to consume. It comes to destroy. It comes to tear apart, to build up properly it, it, in, in order to preserve. See, maturity 
will give you the ability to know which is needed. Hallelujah. See, oftentimes you can miss the leading of the prophetic and the prophetic navigation because you refuse to look up like the cloud. See, the cloud is up. The Lord is up. Uh, uh, Dr. K talks about looking and staying in a high place, okay? See, in order to receive prophetic navigation, you have to do one or two things. You need to look up. Uh-huh. You have to look to the hills from which comes your help for all your help comes from the Lord. So you need to look up. Fire causes you to stop, drop and roll. What does that mean? See, when the prophetic is navigating you by way of fire, it's something, it's an emergency. This is life or death. When you make wrong decisions, this can alter your entire destiny. You need to stop. Drop to your knees and allow that prayer language to roll off your tongues. You need the prophetic navigational pool in order to reset so that you can stay in the perfect will of God. See, this is called safe travels. Ah, When you are about to go on a destination, what is the first thing people tell you or say to you when they find out you are about to go somewhere? When you are going from point A to point B, the very first thing most people say is safe travels. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Safe travels. I want you guys to look at this right here. This is a global travel risk map. Hallelujah. The, the, the prophetic navigation helps. It's like an internal global travel risk map. Uh-huh. And when somebody says safe travels to you, what, what, what is happening in the spirit when prophets are saying safe travel, when the prophetic is, is leading you to have safe travel, what's happening is there is a global travel risk map, hallelujah, that is set up internally on the inside of you to keep you out of harm's way, hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah. There is a real global travel travel risk map. Hallelujah. When you are about to travel to places unknown, when you're going to new destinations, when you're going to places that you are unfamiliar with, I recommend that you tap into a travel, a global travel risk map and make sure you walk it with somebody prophetic so that as you are called to a destination, you can make sure that you are safe and sound. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's keep on going. The next thing we're going to talk about is destination. Proverbs 16 and 9 says, the heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Holy Spirit guides you to reach uh, to, to which route you should take, right? And John 14 and 6 says, Jesus said to him, I am the way the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. See, prophetic navigation should always pass by way of Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. If you want to discern if somebody is being prophetic in your life or if they're being pathetic in your life, check the navigational watch. Check the check the, the arms and see if they're pointing to Christ. See if they're passing by way of Jesus Christ. That is how you can discern if somebody is sent by God uh, to, to lead you and guide you to the destination by which you're assigned to. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's keep on going. And you see this beautiful picture right here. Uh, I just want to stop for just a second and, and look at this beautiful picture. Look at the beautiful uh, mountains and look at the, the imagery of it. Look at the clouds and look at the lake and how still and beautiful it is, right? It looks nice, right? It looks peaceful, right? But what if your destination was in this particular state, but not this particular position? Because if you notice, there is not one human being in sight. See, when the Lord sends you to destination, he's going to send you to a people you are assigned to. So you have to be discerning and make sure you're not just going amiss. You're not just going to a place because it's pretty. You're not just going to a place because it's comfortable and convenient and you can kick back and relax. No, there's work to be done. There's an assignment for you. The destination you are being sent to has a purpose and plan for you. Ah, come on, let's keep on going. Hallelujah. Let's talk about checking your baggage, right? Checking your baggage, okay? It says in Hebrews 12, 1 and 3, the amplified version, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such great, so great a cloud of witnesses who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight, come on, stripping off all unnecessary weight and sin, which so easily and cleverly entangles us, come on, let us run with endurance and active persistence, the race that is set before us, looking away from all that we will distract us and, and focus our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith. Oh my God, I hope y'all hear about the spirit. The first incentive of our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity. Come on who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority and completion of his work. Come on, just consider it says and meditate on him who endured from sinners such bitter hostility against himself. Consider it all in comparison with your trials so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Come on. So the Bible in Hebrews is telling us that we have to check our baggage. Ah, what is your baggage? You pray about it. You, you ask Holy Spirit, reveal this baggage that I must set aside. Ah, come on, let's keep going. Let's keep going. I want to get off track. Hallelujah. So when it says lay aside your uh, every weight, it doesn't say throw away. Oh, okay. Twist, plot twist. Okay. 
as you have checked your baggage, there should be an expectation in your spirit as to what is about to take place. As you leave what has been so dear to you for it to be handled by the appointed person. See, all baggage isn't bad. What does that mean? Baggage is a part of your story. See, baggage has helped instill parts of who you are. Some good, some not so good. But as you are headed in the direction of your destination, the Lord will perfect those things that concern you. Everyone, I want you to say, hallelujah. What are you laying aside? Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. We're talking about baggage, right? Because you know, at the end of your destination, you got to go get it, right? But there is also a purpose for that as well. So you see the picture says self-service baggage check-in, that weight that you're carrying. Anybody who has ever traveled at a, in the airport knows that you, when you get those bags, you wrestling with those bags. If you have two, two bags, you got to check in and you, you can barely walk. You can't hardly carry them. You looking for the little cart, but now the carts cost $10. So you just make your way as slow as possible, right? And you just wrestling with them bags but when you release ah, when you let them go when the attendant picks it up and puts it on that scale and what's the first thing you do when you step away from that counter ah yeah I hope y'all hear me by the spirit let's keep going hallelujah the next thing is the security check right we're talking about prophetic navigation people of God So when we go through security by the spirit, the first thing is, do you qualify for this new place? (laughs) Come on. Is there anything in you or on you that can harm those sent to you? Huh? When you go through security, you see those signs says no weapons. They ask you, do you have any weapons? Right? No liquids, nothing nothing that can harm the passengers or the pilots or the staff. They ask you specific questions and then they put you through an x-ray because they want to look for the hidden things that you're not honest about before you get to your destination. Security check is going to check if you qualify. Is your prophetic word tainted? Do you use the prophetic as a weapon? Remember, you should have already checked your baggage. So by the time you reach security, you're already lighter, but now they're looking for the hidden things. (laughs) See, you cannot reach a place of ascension with baggage bogging you down and hidden things. You have to go through security check. And guess what? You gotta be cleared. Ah, come on, let's keep going. Let's keep going. After security check, You're going to be on your way to the assigned gate. Hebrews 10, 19 through 25. We're talking about uh, prophetic navigation. It says, therefore, believers, since we have confidence and full freedom to enter the holy place, the place where God dwells, by means of the blood of Jesus, By this new and living way, which he initiated and opened for us through the veil, as in the holy of holies, 
that is through his flesh. And since we have a great and wonderful priest who rules over the house of God, let us approach God with a true and sincere heart and unqualified assurance of faith, having had our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us see and hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to his word. And let us consider thoughtfully how we may encourage one another our meeting together. Huh? You hear that? Meeting together as believers for worship and instruction as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more faithfully as you see the day of Christ's return approaching. Oh my God, come on. We're talking about the assigned gate people of God. Hebrews 10, 19 through 25. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're talking about an assigned place. We're talking about a particular gate that we are assigned to after we get through that security, huh? So there is a set time for you to arrive at the gate, right? You either gonna be early, you're gonna be on time, or you're gonna be too late. Ah, let's say that again. The set time. There's a set time when you arrive at the gate, right? But you either will be early. You know, those people, they'll sit there all day. You'll be on time, rushing a little bit, but you got a little leeway, got just enough time to run to the restroom. Or you're too late. You have missed your flight, okay? So Habakkuk 2, 1 and 3, it says, and I will stand at my guard post a station myself on the tower and I will keep watch to see what he will say to me and what answer I will give as his spokesman when I am reproved. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and engrave it plainly on clay tablets so that the one who reads it will run. What your ticket has writing on it. And the ticket taker is standing guard at the post unless you have clearance with the assigned ticket at that assigned gate. You cannot enter the place of the of the of the aircraft that's going to get you to a destination that you're not supposed to go. Hallelujah. So it says here, write the vision down and make it plain, engrave it plainly on clay tablets so that one who reads it will run. When I read the ticket I'm assigned to and I'm reading the gate number that I'm assigned to, I know that I can run in the in the hallway and get to my seat because I have an assigned destination from the Lord for the vision is yet to be a point of future time it hurries towards the goal of fulfillment it will not fail even though it delays come on sometimes flights are delayed wait it says patiently for it because it will certainly come to pass it will certainly come it will not delay <laughs> hallelujah sometimes our flights are delayed 
and and those times are frustrating. We saw what just happened during the holiday season where thousands upon thousands of flights were delayed and canceled and everybody was in an uproar. But as I watched that by the spirit of God, Holy Spirit began to say, but they don't understand the danger that I've saved them from. Do you know how many planes could have went down had they went up in the air? So sometimes when you arrive at your gate at the set time and there may be a delay in the destination that you have been assigned to the bible says wait because delay is not denial it just means some things are out of place and the lord is orchestrating those things making those crooked places straight for your safety that's prophetic navigation see when you are tapped into the spirit of god when you are tapped into what holy spirit is saying when you are sensitive to the voice of holy spirit a delay is most times for your safety he didn't care about no commercialized christmas he wanted to make sure the people get home safe but because they were not in tune to the spirit of God. Ha, huh, come on, y'all. I hope y'all hear me by the spirit. So when there's a set time, you're either early, on time, or too late. Ah, come on, let's keep on going. Hallelujah. Prophetic navigation, part two, next week. Hallelujah. I want to make sure I stay on my time. And give keep time for um for questions and comments. So next week, this is what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna continue this conversation with carry-on bag, business class, what happens during the journey, distance travel, controlling your own light and air, <laughs> refuel, baggage claim and reaching your destination. Praise God. Hallelujah. So next week, we're going to continue this. And I just want to say, um, God bless you. So I'm going to close out in prayer. And then we're going to continue with the questions and comments and then uh, giving. So Father, we just thank you for part one of prophetic navigation. We thank you, Father God, that the people of God have received the revelation that it is that you want to pour, wanted to pour into them. We thank you that this word is going to continue on past uh, after we log off, after we go about our Sunday, Father, that the word will continue to permeate in their spirits, in their minds, in their bodies, in their souls, Father God. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your wise teaching. We thank you for your being a helper, oh God. Now, Lord, I lift up everyone under the sound of my voice, whether they're watching live or watching a replay. Father, bless their households, Lord. Draw them near to you in the mighty name of Jesus. In these things we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God.